0: Hey, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers, I am Adam. Much like the prayer review became a conduit to talk about other things, I feel like this review is also going to have a conduit to talk about other things after I watched it last night. Talking about I Am Groot, which is the second Marvel Animation project. And... First and foremost, n- number one, each one is like six minutes long when you look at the description, but in reality it's more like two minutes long. Maybe three if you, if you, you know, if you don't count the Marvel Studios logo in the beginning. Um, now, it's an interesting idea to have five little shorts about Groot um, and Groot doing things. So like there's one that's like Groot takes his first steps and it's about Groot in the little pot at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy getting out of the little pot. There's one where he finds this little civilization, and he feeds them a leaf, and, you know, um, and, and they, they love him, and then he actually steps on them, and it's, it, like, there's one where he, um, he, he has to take a bath, and his, his plants grow in different ways, or it's his flowers, or his leaves grow in different ways, and makes different outfits, and there's one where he tries to draw a picture, and there is, you know, rockets in it, and they're short. They're, they're shorts. That's what they're designed to be. Now, number one, Disney Plus should have put these all into one series. Um, instead of doing the... And, and they did this with that stupid Forky show, too, for, uh, for, for Toy Story 4. Where it's like Forky's what is whatever. Um, where Forky asks questions about things just trying to figure out the world. But, like, instead of putting it into, like, a season one, and then, like, here's all the episodes, like they did with the Spark shorts, this is just... They're all loose, so you gotta go to... Like, I found the easiest way to find them was to go to the timeline of MCU stuff, and then they're all there. Because, like, one of them takes place at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, the other four take place at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So they're all there, it's just think that the other, like, when someone watches this, if they're like me, they are going to question, why was this not released in theaters? Now, I'm not saying you should have done one giant mega anthology for like a half hour of these, I'm saying that in a world where I forgot which movie I saw. It came with a Simpsons parody of Star Wars. Um. With Maggie. I don't even remember which Star Wars Simpsons parody it was. But that ran before the movie. Um. Because. reasons. And it was weird because it was a Disney animation or a Pixar movie. And you'd be like, oh. That's not Disney Animation or Pixar. That's The Simpsons. That's a very different target audience. Um. Maybe it was Onward. I want to say it was Onward. But either way, regardless, that ran before it. Like, I'm watching these and I'm like... These are cute little shorts. They're like three minutes long. That you would think they would run before Lightyear. Or maybe Strange... Like, Lightyear didn't have a short accompanying it. Um like, Encanto did have a short accompanying it, um, but, like, these would be more entertaining than the fucking post-credit scenes that we've had for a good amount of these movies, like, I'd rather would've watched, um, what's it called, um, I'd rather would've watched this at the end of, uh, one of these at the end of, uh, Multiverse of Madness, instead of the, the stupid one with Bruce Campbell, um, if you see it all the way through the credits, um. I think Thor had a second one that was pretty weak, too. Um, but, like, these little vignettes would be better uses of people's time. Or run them before the movies. Like, had they run one of these before each of the Phase 4 movies... And been, like, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 coming in May of 2023... That would have done a lot more to keep it in people's minds. Or at least if they did it where one of these runs before... Um, like, the way I would have done a theatrical release schedule for this is I would have had the last one, the one with Rocket and you can see Dracula's Shadow, um, I would have had that one, um, run, what's it called, I would have had that one run up until, like, that would have been the one before Quantumania, um, and then after that we had a bunch of, you know, maybe I would have skipped Black Panther because Black Panther seems weightier, But like definitely would have put one before Multiverse of Madness Definitely would have put one before Love and Thunder Um, It's like things like that Would have been a better use for the shorts I think Than doing it as one giant You know dump on Disney Plus Like here they are they're done Like it feels like someone finished an assignment that they were given They were like here have fun go nuts this is what you wanted, right? And it's like, well, I mean, kind of, but I I think we would have rather seen these as in theaters. Um, The other thing I want to address is that this is animation. This is considered animation, and rightfully so. It's a fully CG environment with a fully CG character, and any other characters who are in the show, it's mostly group, but there are some robots. There is Rocket in one episode. Um, even though there is a shadow of Drax in that same, you know, uh, in that same episode, um, but, you know, in this, in this world where, where that, this is animation, I don't want to be that guy, but if this is considered animation, then The Lion King is definitely animation. The Lion King from back in 20, uh what's it called from back in 2019 the, the quote unquote live action one where it's like no it's not live action because they didn't use real lions They there wasn't a real lion that they trained to sing and dance it's CGI sorry to shatter the illusion on you but that is you know reality of the situation um Watch, like, when you watch this this thing, that's the thing you gotta keep aware of, um and I, and I feel like it's one of those things where it's like I, I think it's totally right to call this animation, even though I, it looks like, and I could be wrong it, it looks like they just shot extra stuff while they were shooting Guardians of the Galaxy or Guardians of the Galaxy 3 um, where it's like, okay, we have everything set up, we have the sets, we have the you know, we have everything set and ready to go, let's just shoot some extra group stuff and release some these shorts, which is fine, and I, I totally, totally, totally understand that, um, and, but, my thing is, why is it that, like, what's the point for here? why is it that, you know, this is easily considered animation? And I think most people who watch it would consider it an animation. And I think it has something to do with the Marvel logo that runs before it. Because Marvel Studios does have that animation logo where it's like, it's the regular Marvel Studios logo, although here it's fast forwarded by Groot. Um, and then when it's done, you get the, uh, like, there's like, hate swatches go over it. And then it, you know, it becomes, like, drawn. But when you watch it, it's like, it's it's not you can't differentiate it from the CG that's used in, say, what's it called, in Guardians of the Galaxy, or in, um, what's the other one, um, uh, Thor 11 and Thunder, and when you watch this movie and you see that, you're like, well, whatever, I guess, like, it's just a weird thing that, like, maybe if people acknowledge this animation, maybe they'll start acknowledging that The Lion King is animation. But on the topic of the distribution, I think that what we're seeing is this weird situation where Disney and Warner Brothers are on polar opposite sides of the debate of how much money should go into streaming. Because this is now the third thing this year that I'm like, there's definitely a theatrical avenue for this that would make sense. Um, now Marvel has made shorts before, um... Marvel has... Because they made, you know... All Hail the King... The Consultant... Um... A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to... Thor's Hammer... All of these kind of things... You know... Like... These are all... Pretty straightforward... Um... Like... Comedy... Like... Comedic takes... On on the characters... Like... All Hail the King... While... Now... Canon because um, of Shang-Chi, or they were all canon, but it's, like, you know, really canon. Um, like, it was more of a comedic take on, on, on explaining more of who Trevor is. And when we look at what this whole show, you can honk all you want, this, this traffic. I, I have nowhere to go. Um, and, those weren't released theatrically, but they were released as special features on the DVDs for Phase late Phase 1 into Phase 2. And this is the kind of thing where I could see this running before other movies in theaters. Chippendale Rescue Rangers definitely could have run in theaters. And probably would have made a pretty good amount of money in theaters, too. Prey probably would have done well in theaters. That's a pretty solid movie on a pretty low budget and and all of that. And I think that what this weird situation we're in right now is this idea of low-budget filmmaking... As, uh, ...as streaming exclusive and not theatrical exclusive, with the exception of Warner Brothers, who has Joker 2 coming, which is probably going to be another cheap movie. In the same way Joker costs, like, what, $50 million, $20 million, something like that? Um, maybe more expensive because now you yes, have a choreographer, so it's a fucking musical, but... I, I, and I, And again, I say, I would have loved for them to have not announced that in advance... Uh, I would have loved for them to have just been like, you know, hey, Joker 2, and here's Lady Gaga, as Harley Quinn, and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Have fun, come and see the movie, it'll be great. And trailers don't indicate that it's a musical, and, and, and there's no indication that it's going to be a musical. You show up to see the movie, and it's a fucking musical, that would have been fantastic. Would have been absolutely fantastic. Um, now, back on topic, on the other side of the, the fence, Warner Brothers is, um, what's it called, Warner Brothers, is taking their, their, and Disney has put a lot of money into their streaming stuff, like WandaVision and Hawkeye and all these shows have the budgets of Marvel Studios movies, they're not, you know, they're not cheap endeavors, and neither is The Mandalorian, neither was Book of Boba Fett, neither is, neither was Kenobi, all those things are not exactly cheap. They're, they're putting a lot of money into this, and that uh, that lot of money is, you know, somewhat paying off. Now, on the other side, Warner Brothers started to do the same thing with HBO Max. He started putting a lot of money into HBO Max properties, but the problem was someone higher up at HBO Max, well, I mean, now we have Zasloff, he's not happy with this amount of money being spent because I think it's this idea that you know, I, I think when you look at what Warner Brothers has done and and, and how it works I think he's looking at it and being like, well we're not getting in money from theatrical I would rather get the money in from theatrical than get it in from streaming, which is a weird kind of way to, to parse out what you want to do instead of just being like, look, money is money I don't care where it comes from um, and they're not putting the same budgets into things, so like, even like you know, Batgirl getting 100 million—that's not a bad budget for for, for a for for the movie. And the thing is, too, how much money do you need to make Batgirl a spectacle? Um, and I realized the budget was only 75 million to begin with, and I realized 75 million on a Wonder Twins movie is is also obscene. Um, I feel like if we're going to address this issue, like you know, Disney. Needs to not just put stuff on streaming for the sake of putting it on streaming. Like, there's no reason why these movies, when these properties are going to streaming, be it I Am Groot, not serving as, as marketing material in a more concrete way to Guardians 3. Because ultimately, that's what these are is they're marketing for Guardians 3. Um, and you can put them out before Marvel movies, you can put them out before Pixar movies. Hell, you can put them out before any Disney movie that's coming out. Uh, maybe not, not good Geographic movies, but basically any movie that's, you know, family-oriented, you can throw I Am Groot, one of the I Am Groot shorts in front of, and, and get a lot of eyes on it. To let people know, people who don't read the trades, people who don't listen to podcasts, people who don't, you know, listen to whatever nonsense they, they're listening to, you know, you, you can you can get through to all of them. That look, there is a Guardians of the Galaxy three coming, and when this Guardians of the Galaxy three does come, you know this is when it will be. You can get that out in front of people way early with this. And I'm not saying that's the only th- reason to do it. I mean, you can do it for purely for the entertainment value because they are entertaining shorts. It's just it. it to, to sit here and watch them and be like, all right, well, how can I legitimately criticize them? Because they're shorts. It's like, all right, are they entertaining? Like, I think it's too, they run for a lot... Like, when you pick it up, and it's like six minutes. Okay, that's not bad. It's really more like five minutes. Um, it is, you know, it's just one of those things that, like, I... I understand the general thought process behind putting it to streaming. It's just I don't think the execution is the best method. I also don't think that they should have done what they did here, which was dump them out as five different projects instead of one giant I am group project and then um, called it a day. Um, Where it's like it feels a little bit like this is not the most important thing they did, and to be honest, it's not, it's not, it doesn't have massive canon implications, it's not like, you know, this is gonna come into play in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, or any other movie ever, probably, nothing here is, you know, like, like the, the dance-off one, I think is the only thing that could have something that comes back with the, you know, with the the, the y version of Groot, but, and that felt weird, too, even that episode felt weird, because it felt like they weren't putting the full budget into these things, because, like, look, there is licensed music in one episode. There's licensed music in the episode with Rocket. But the problem is... There, there, The dance-off episode... There isn't licensed music. Which feels weird for a Guardians of the Galaxy movie... Or a Guardians of the Galaxy property at this point. Because... That's what we're accustomed to. Especially if we're going to do a dance-off. Like, you can do generic music, but... I feel like it works better with with the, what's it called, the other thing, and they're entertaining and they're short, so, you know, go ahead and watch them, have fun, they're not awful, um, I just wish that they had been used better than dumped out on Disney+, Plus and that if they were going to just dump them out on Disney+, Plus, they'd organize them a little bit better in a way that, you know, it, it like, it, they're not kind of an afterthought, for lack of a better word. Where it's like, oh crap, we finished this, what are we going to do? Like, it feels like, you know, we finished this project, let's just get it out because we don't know what to do with it, it's not going to make money. Like, it feels like that kind of thing where it's like, let's just get this out, someone will watch it, dump it on the streamer, and and they didn't put too much thought into it, um, when they could have done more with it. Um, And I think just like Warner Brothers currently reevaluating its strategy on streaming, I think Disney does too, because I think too much is going to streaming. Over theatrical, And I think what is going to theatrical in the selected choices, in a lot of cases, is not working well. Because, like, look at, like, Turning Red versus Lightyear. And when you look at the Oscar rankings, you know, for this year, like, Lightyear is in contention for, according to Variety, they have Lightyear ranked in the top five, which means it would be nominated. And I don't think—and Turning Red is outside, uh, looking in. I think— if we're going to look at it that way, and if that's accurate, if that's accurate and that's what we're doing, I think that the the bigger question we have is, you know, how much did Disney hurt Turning Red? Because I think Turning Red's a solid contender for, for Best Animated Feature, on anyone else comes out. I haven't watched Luck yet, which is um, Lasseter's new movie over at Apple TV+. But I, looking at that, and looking at what's going on here, um, I I don't think that there is a a situation in which you can argue that, like, if I'm someone who works at Pixar and I see this and I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean, Turning Red is is a substantially better movie than Lightyear, but Lightyear is the one that's in contention for the Academy Award why is that? Lightyear came out in theaters... Turning Red... Did come out in theaters in a limited capacity... In a limited capacity... Like, if you went to, like, a, a bigger city... you could probably see it in a theater, like... There's an AMC in Times Square... That has 25 screens that was showing Turning Red... Um... But if that... If, if the case is that, you, you know... You had to be in one of these places... I feel like that's harming... Its chances... Because most people associate it with Disney Plus. Especially considering Disney pulled it at the last second and threw it to streaming. Um, so, look, if I'm, if I'm one of the people, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to work, work there. Like, say what you will about, you know, The Bad Guys, which was DreamWorks' big movie earlier this year, they didn't pull the movie for streaming. No matter how shitty it was. I don't know how good it was. I didn't watch it. I don't want to say it's shitty. Um, It looked pretty funny, actually. But it's on Peacock now. I might watch it. But you get what I'm saying. Whereas, like, no matter what the quality was, they put it out in theaters because they committed to putting it out in theaters. Disney cannot stand the same. But we will wrap up there for today. And we'll be back with more news, more information, more everything as it happens. Um, so until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.